The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, hey, pop culture, and, and entertainment. And, and Astro. And Astro. Say hi, Astro. Ooh, say hi, Astro. Oh, I got nervous today when yeah. he going up there for he some reason. He doesn't want to stand up. Stand up, Astro. Send it attention. Stand up, Astro. Astro there you say go. hi to everybody. Say, say hi. Hi, Astro. Hi, Astro. Say there hi. you go. Say hi to everybody. We got a great show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. A very good friend of ours, Kadrosha Ona Kadrosha Ona Carolla. Oh, that name. I keep torturing me with that. I keep telling She's also it. known as Queen of the Paranormal. Right. She's coming on. And then we have uh, Rachel Kane, also known as Screaming Rachel, a big house queen, house music queen. And uh, um, I know a lot of Screaming on. Queens. Yes. And it should be a lot of fun. So I think it'll be good. Um, Don Hinton just joined us in the chat room. Hey, Don, how you doing? And Lady Lake is in there. Thanks for putting up all the promos, Cindy Lady Lake. And we're going to have a lot of fun today. In the meantime, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, the gorgeous Mr. Ron Russell. Yeah, gorgeous. <laughs> That's a laugh. I love you. You know, I keep thinking that, Jimmy. I am. I really should make a fun of it. Oh, you're right. I am gorgeous. Keep thinking that. This way he stays around for another 10 or 15 years. We're married. I know, but when I'm like... 90, 95, you're still going to want me? Yeah, I'll just push you around in a wheelchair. That's nice. Push me around in a wheelchair. I like that. Anyway. I think it's fun. So today's going to be a fun, fun day. Because Kardoshala, that name, I can't stand that name. I told her. I hope she doesn't get offended. But, but you know, <laughs> no, I call her KC. K-O. Okay, oh, whatever the hell we call I'm waiting she comes on. Anyway, I love her to death, and she lets me get away with it. But I want to ask her, why in the hell did they name her such a, a hard name to pronounce or remember? It's just hard for you. <laughs> no, I have difficulty with it. I really do. So we want to welcome some I've, people. You know what it is? I've never heard that name before. You know, she would have been nice if she was like Sue or Mary or Louise or something. So we want to welcome Julia from Russia is in the chat room. Hey, Julia. And B. Claudia from Germany. Hey, B. We've missed Hi, you. B. Happy to have you here. I uh, hope everybody's doing good, and, um, uh, I think and I'm going to fall asleep on the show, and I hope you don't mind. I'm up since 6.30 this morning. You know, my Audi TT Roadster convertible, the window fell in from the friggin' heat here. The heat of this desert rat hole that we live in melts all the whatever they did in the factory, so we had to bring it all the way to the other side of the valley to these guys that take the top off, and they re-glue it, and then Put it back. I'll get my car back in three days because it has to sit for three days with the glue on it. 
So I'm exhausted, you know. I'm tired. I don't get up that early. I get up about eight o'clock. Yes. I get up between seven thirty and eight. So getting up at six thirty and then driving all the way out. It was how many miles away? Um it was nineteen miles. Nineteen miles away. You gotta like love it. Anyway. So all is good and everything is good. Uh, we want to thank everybody who's been tuning in every week. Last week's show did really, really well. Everybody liked our guest, especially uh, uh, Mike Do- Dopud. Well, our shows do and, well. Uh, we, don't, we never get cheesy, crappy, uh, low, low ratings. I mean, never. No, sometimes our numbers aren't as good, though. And like well, last week's honey, you always good. want millions numbers. You know, even if you got like 750,000. That's good compared to other podcast shows. You know, I've spoken to them off camera and they wish they even got 10. <laughs> yeah, well. You know, like there's one in particular. What do they get? Like 20? Oh, I, I'm, I'm not. I won't I'm, mention I'm the not, show, but they get nothing. That. They're very nice people. Everybody who's got They're a very show good friends nice. of mine. And they get nothing on their show. So he bitches if we don't get a million, two, five, ten million. Actually, yeah, you're right. Lady Lake says the guy last week was really cute. Yeah, he was. He was nice too. And he was nice too. It. And I'm actually going to put him in a movie that we're working on right. soon. As soon Lady as all Lake, you got an eye for the men, huh, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Does hubby know? She doesn't have a hubby. Oh, Lady Lake's single, so she. But he's got a wife. <laughs> what does it matter, Jimmy? You had a husband when I met you. <laughs> And he fell to the wayside. Jimmy took one look at me in the mall. I was walking in the mall. I had on white flip-flops, white linen pants, a white shirt, white sunglasses, and white hair. I looked good. I was tan. I was 20-something. And no underwear. I was very young at the time. I was 20 years younger. Oh, it's Was I 20 years younger? No. I mean, 10, 12 years younger. 11 years. Well, 11 years makes a lot. He still looked fabulous. And he looked at me, and he followed me, and he wouldn't leave me alone. And then he continued. Every time I went to the mall, he tracked me down. And then, you know, he left the person he was with for 20-something years. That doesn't look good. It doesn't sound good either. You know, I was with somebody for 46 years, but he passed away from pancreatic cancer. Hadn't he died, I would still be with him. That was, uh, you know, my first love. I was 19. I'm your third love, fourth love. I'm your fourth love. No, you're not. You're my third love. Okay. (laughs) Well, in 83 years, that's not bad. Yes, Don, I'm a mall rat. I love going to the mall, by the way. Our mall here isn't any good in Palm Springs, but but I love to go and look at all the cool clothes and go to all the toy shops. Anybody who sells action figures or collectibles, that's like my thing, since that's my thing. And, I was uh, kidding around with Elizabeth Taylor one day up at Amphar in New York. And um, I was very brazen to make a wisecrack about her being married so many times. And she said, well, she said, I married them. I just don't bang them like most women do. She said, you know, most women just have sex with everybody. She said, I married them. So I thought, okay, that's a good girl, Elizabeth. She was very nice, dumb, not, not a swift cookie. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor was, um, I don't know if it's because she only lived by a script in the movie, but in person she was kind of childlike, giggled a lot, and was silly. A silly girl, woman at the time. But very pleasant. Very pleasant. So B. Claudia says that uh, 
she had the diamond wedding of her cousins last Thursday. They've been married for 60 years, and she threw out the flowers 60 years ago when she was three. Oh, so did you throw flowers They're still now? in love. That's really cool. That's a cool story, though. Now you should walk down the aisle and throw flower pots at them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 50 years. 60. 60 years, Jesus. That's a long time. That's, That's awesome. That is a long time. Would you ever stay with me 60 years? I don't think I'm going to live for 60 more years. Oh, that could be, but I will go on. <laughs> In 60 years from now, how if, we were, if, we're, if we're both still alive, we'll, well how, be old will, how old will I be in 60 years? 143. Well, I can make 100. <laughs> it's not impossible. I'll be 118. <laughs> Listen, at 143, some Botox, some Restylane, a couple of slits here and there, and lifts. <laughs> Maybe I can look 90. <laughs> I like love it. Where's our where are Kardashian? No, no, I'm not bringing her in yet because we bring her in at certain times. I got to do my little commercial. Where is she? Where is she's she? there. We're going to bring her in in a minute. I wonder if she's going to have her tits hanging out. I don't know. We're going to find oh out. Oh my god! On Facebook, she's always got those bazooms. She's got watermelons, and they're always hanging out. It's funny. So, so real quick, so, we want to thank everybody for listening. You can listen to the show obviously on our live show on w4cy.com on YouTube. Um, uh, we're on from. 12 to 2 p.m. on Wednesdays, uh, 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. You can also hear us uh, after the show airs where the video goes up on YouTube. We're on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, like I said, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Prime. We're on everything. We're on a bunch of other ones, too, but those are the biggest ones. And you could get us on anything. You can get us on your, your cell phone. So on. when you say, oh, I didn't know we could see you, I want to scream. We're not a radio show. Okay, folks? This is not a podcast radio show. This is a podcast television show that transmits with the radio, but we are primarily a visual show. There you go. So anyway... Um, we're going to take a quick music break, and when we come back, we'll bring on Kadrosha. Mm. And we're going to start off today with uh, uh, Stefano, why I'm here. Um, so this is Stefano. We're going to bring him back sometime before the end of the year, probably, because I really like him a lot. But here's his single, Why I'm Here. Enjoy it, everybody, and we'll be right back. Reflection in the mirror Try to be strong, but nothing's clear It's been a long day, yeah, it's been a long year Ma keeps calling, saying, listen here Kick them doors open, your kingdom will come Don't lose hope, son, stay full of love So I drown my fears I swam to change Now watch me run Through the pouring rain This is why I'm here This is what I'm here for Stop doing things I don't want to do Guess it's cool, cause it brought me to your own this windy road. Yeah, friends come and go, but I got you here now, and you're all I know. You wake me up, you hold me down, you never leave you on my crown. 
question, it's crystal clear. song so that's it that's it you guys that's the final the name of the song why i'm here i like love it everybody in the chat room loved it and uh uh and now what we're gonna do for everybody is bring on our first guest kadrosha ona we're bringing on our first breast yes there they are oh my god look at that gorgeous creature we gotta change your name he's not sexy if you want one, I'll do anything. If you want to change got a name like Mamie or Mitzi or Titsy, you know, something. Mitzi, Titsy. How can you get more beautiful? Yeah, you look fabulous. Are you doing work? Are you having work fun? Seriously, you have wrestling, Botox, anything in that face? No. Uh, no, That's no. She's my phone lines and... My smile like no, at the crow's feet. <laughs> oh, you know what it is? Your long, long hair. That's what it is. I can give you a number, a couple guys, you know. You can you can call them. They'll tell you they're real. Now, are, those, are those extensions or your own? Excuse me, I'm hard of hearing. What? Is, is, is your hair extensions or your own? Oh, I wear a whole bunch of different hair pieces. Uh, my hair is about this long, but I, I wanted to have a little bit of pizzazz for your show because there's so many people oh, that watch. So pizzazz. I wanted to, uh, to just have a little more and a little more substance. And I always try to shake it up and be different on every program. Yeah, I don't think you need the long hair to have pizzazz. You have enough pizzazz. <laughs> you got what, 38 game pizzazz. <laughs> So wait, let me do a proper intro now. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. The beautiful, Ron the fabulous. Russell, <laughs> queen of the paranormal, pop culture icon, actress, author, and radio and television personality. And dear, and, and dear friend. And Kadrosha Ona. Welcome. <laughs> yes, my two besties in the whole world. This is yep. the 
fun for me being on this show because we know each other so well. God, it goes back, what, like almost 10 years. And I peed in front of you. And I have to know you well enough. If I pee in front of somebody, I have to know them well. We have to we explain were in that. The, we, were, we were in the haunted uh, hospital. Psychiatric It was weird. It was horribly haunted, and I had to pee, and so did, what's his name? Ricky Rebel. Ricky Rebel, and we both, you know, of course, we turned our back to Kodosha and everybody, and Ricky and I peed. <laughs> so there you go. We had to pee so bad. Asylum. What are we going to do? I didn't tell you where I went, that's for sure. What? <laughs> hey, you got to go, you got to go, right? I, that was it. And we were laughing so much, I was afraid that, that he and I would pee our pants. But, we, you know, when Eileen was going over the fence and her boobs got caught on the fence, I couldn't stand it. I, I was screaming. I mean, I, and then she's yelling and cursing at me, help me. I couldn't move. I was paralyzed from laughter. So you guys actually it's in the comic book. It. It's in the comic book. So it's, wait a sec. Hold on. Before we do that, say hi to the chat room, Kudrosha. Say hi to everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm not in the chat room because I'm... I'm afraid of my computer. I think it's haunted. I really told you, Jimmy, I'm afraid to move. But the, it just shuts itself off. So I didn't want to do anything to go into the chat room. I just want to sit and not touch a thing. Okay, so what Kudos was talking about is we did a celebrity ghost hunt, and we went to an insane asylum place in, Long Long in Long Island, Island, New York, and we went with Eileen Shapiro. The King, it was the Kings Park uh, Mental uh, Institution. Abandoned. Abandoned for 35 or 40 years. There were rats there and rotted walls. It looked really spooky as all hell. Well, we went with Kadrosha we and Eileen Shapiro him. and Ricky Rebel, and we climbed up a tree and went in a second floor window and uh, went into this insane asylum. We had a freaking blast, and we videotaped the entire experience. It's on YouTube on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. I think it got about 270 or 80,000 views. Yeah, it went viral. I mean, it's unbelievable. And then we did the celebrity ghost hunting comic book after that, which went crazy too, because it was based on everything that we do. Yes, you guys. You can actually get the celebrity. Uh, you can mm -hmm. get our comic book if you haven't gotten one already um, by going see. to queenoftheparanormal.com or you can go to jimmystar.f fanclb.com and, and you can get them drawings of eileen stuck on the chain link it was a six foot chain link fence and you know eileen's boobs are like 59 double x i remember that there it is it's in the picture and eileen is little and as she climbed over her tits went over the, the fence and her body stayed on the other side so she had two big boobs hanging in front of me and her body was on and she's saying, Ron, and she's calling me curse names. Help me, help me. I couldn't help her. I was surprised <laughs> from laughing. Because he was laughing so hard. She was so pissed off. And, and the we spooky part was we did hear voices, and Kadosha wound up with scratches on her chest. Remember? And the thing with uh, the scratches, which, which is crazy, instead of healing, like, you know, they get red, whatever, it turned like a burnt black. Uh, it was really weird, and then they, you know, eventually go away uh, because spirits have a lot of energy. So th they don't scratch you; they touch you. And if it's intense heat, like a laser, it's going to cut you. So that's, um, I'm assuming, what happened that day. When we went downstairs in the basement. We saw the chains along the wall, 
where they used to keep the really crazy ones. We chained them to this wall down in this ugly basement where they did, um, what is that, lobotomies. That was where they did the lobotomies. It was yeah, that, that was wild. That was very mournful. Um, no one had been in there I, I, at least 50 or so years. You know, and there we are looking at all the things hanging from the ceilings, the wall that they, you know, would take the people who had, you know, problems uh, when the full moon hit. <laughs> and no. they just, you know, tie them up and uh, yeah. change them up, actually. Everybody, you could doubt it a little bit. You know, you say, oh, okay, maybe she's a trickster. Maybe it's baloney. Maybe, you know, you're, you're not really certain because you're in show business. Every show business is all smoke and mirrors. But when we were leaving at night. That was a different time. We went the second time. That's the second time. Okay. Alongside wow. our van was mm -hmm. a white something. Ghost, a white, was running alongside. And it's on video. Yeah, on the van. So we definitely had a, a sighting, which made us really know that there are such things mm -hmm. as uh, ghosts. So we did a second one. Where was the second one, Kadosa? Do you remember? Pilgrim's um, Pilgrim State, wasn't it? Yeah. It was right next to King's Park. It was the Pilgrim's Asylum, I believe. So this is a really short video. Pilgrim State. We, we had all kinds of problems on the second time, but uh, but we had a really good time. And, yes, we did see this this ghost uh, running up alongside the car. Actually, I should, That's crazy. We should edit that part out of the video and, like, put it up someplace because people would love it. Well, you know, my very dear friend, her mother was a little nuts, and she was in Pilgrim State. Wow. Right. I wonder if that wasn't her running alongside the car. I don't know. The, funny thing, the funniest thing about the second one that we did it with Popstar – Aaron Paul, and we're in the middle of nowhere, like literally in the middle of nowhere. There's no civilization for like a hundred, like probably 20 miles realistically. There's no civilization, and his freaking grinder was going off inside <laughs> the abandoned insane asylum like place. You know, people were trying to grinder with him. And, and I he met that somebody hilarious. at the railroad. And he met somebody at the railroad that we drove him to. Yeah. That's crazy. I get car sick. I'm in the back seat. I get out of the car and just started throwing up in the bush. As soon as we become East Coast, we're going to do another one. Yes, we are. We and definitely are going to do that. We're going to do a book as well. Up in Connecticut, uh, I forgot what I'm talking about. But I'll research it again, but I, I found it. I made notes. Up in Connecticut, there's a place that's loaded with, with all kinds of weird shit happening. And okay. that's it's easier for you because you come down from Maine, right? You're in Maine, right? No, I'm in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. So that's easier for you to get down to Connecticut. Oh, yeah. I can be in Connecticut depending where you want to be. I can be in, on Long Island in like four or five hours. So I can be in Connecticut. You guys all need to go, though. Go to the YouTube page and watch the videos. I'll share them on my social media after the show. Sometime. And I'm not bluffing. That wasn't a, a fake job. That wasn't any kind of GPS. That was real. Because yes, we, we all saw it. And, and it was we scary. laughed and had fun. It was freaking scary. And one time that I laughed, well, you were actually laughing at me. You had mentioned something about a glory hole. I don't know what the <laughs> hell you're talking about. Oh, you that was... That was no, that was the first one. That was the first one when uh, when what's his name? Uh, were peeing. 
I looked at the hole in the wall and I said to him, oh, look, there's a glory hole. And <laughs> everybody to the straight people out. what a glory hole is. <laughs> Just look it up. Look it up, folks. We're not going to tell you what it is. So let's do some bragging for Kadrosa for anybody yes. who's tuning in, who listens, who doesn't know who she is or doesn't know who we are. First of all, her website is queenoftheparanormal.com. Uh, her Instagram is Queen of the Paranormal. She's got another one too, but like I always, I'm keeping everything branded with Queen of the Paranormal. She's the very first person to become a comic book superhero doing what she does in real life. Um, she's also the face of airport television. Um, she's got several comic books uh, Haunted Tales of Bachelor's Grove, Our Comic Celebrity Ghost Hunters, The Healing. Um, she worked uh, on something for the 40th anniversary of the Exorcist DVD. Yes. Inducted into the Paranormal Hall of Fame. She sits on the board of directors for the New England Music Hall of Fame. And she's been in a zillion movies, um, of which she's got I, I, all the ones that are in like development right now. There's like 20 of them. So I wanted so she to does ask everything. you, did, whatever happened with that uh, airport thing? Did, did I ever get on that? Oh, it's still up there. They were changing the airport, um, I guess, the players that are in the the kiosks and stuff. They're changing all of that around, but it's, it's still there. And what I'm pushing now are uh, Hollywood entertainment news, positive messages. And I have you up there, Ron. Um, and we did, um, you know how you gave like you, the story about Jane Russell. That, that's up there. Uh, if you go to hollywoodentertainment.com, go to the messages, you can see it or the YouTube channel. They're up there. We just started using YouTube. So we don't have that many hits, but I'm sure in no time we will. And I know you got a ton of hits there, uh, Ron, and so don't uh, some other people like Dan Loria or Allie Mills. Uh, you're right up there with them all. And, uh, I mean, the name Jane Russell. I got those hits because of Jane. You know, when you mention Jane Russell, everybody stands at attention to see and hear. So yeah, I, I got all those hits because of me. Nobody knows who I am. Yeah, they do. Well, you think so? Oh, I don't know. Are. You yeah. kidding me? Yeah. I know who you are. Everyone knows who you are. <laughs> I like love it. So tell us, what did you do for the 40th anniversary of The Exorcist? What I did for the 40th anniversary of uh, The Exorcist on Blu-ray DVD is if you go to the director's cut and you watch how um, you have the movie, you'll see the movie and they'll be going, you unclean spirits. And then I supplied the video that went with Father Gallagher saying, you unclean spirits. So what it was, was Father Gallagher was the professor of divinity at Georgetown University for William Peter Blatty. And oh. William Peter Blatty, you all know, he wrote the book, The Exorcist. Right. And the papers he had in his hand, uh, Father Gallagher, were called the Bishop's Files. These were the actual accounts that made that exorcist, uh, you know, book and then, you know, the movie. So what I did was I did for an event we were doing, I would say how the movie linked up to the actual, um, you know, uh, Father Gallagher's interview from, I think it was 1974. Bob Boyd and Bob Siegel owned that, but they let me use it to put this package together. And then it was uh, sold, uh, that part of it or least or whatever you want to call it, so that that work uh, glitzed up a bit. Uh, that's mine, and that's on the uh, director's cut. That's I love that. that's so that's why I'm part of the Exorcist Legacy. Never what? in the movie, but I did you like, or, yeah. <laughs> did, did you like The Exorcist? Did you ever see what? it? Uh, the actual movie. 
when it was out. Yeah, it was great. I love We all love it. And Eileen Dietz is in it. You know, off pal Eileen Dietz. She played the. the she, she plays Ray, Regan. She was Reagan. a stand up, stand in. She plays Reagan for all the dirty stuff. Like the, the, and the vomiting and your mother sucks cocks in hell and all that part. That's all Eileen Dietz doing then. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, um, we didn't know that. Yeah, cool. Eileen Dietz was she. She was a stand-in for the little the girl. What was the girl's name that was in the movie? Linda, Linda Blair. Linda Blair. She was Linda Blair's stand-in. I like love it though. So so, how did you get your name? Because Ron's asking me before. How does? Well, how, obviously, her, her parents. I know her parents, right? but is it because you're German or what are you? My Who name is Ona. Is my name translated into uh, Polish and Lithuanian? My name is Carolyn Ann. And I grew up with Karosha Ona, always, or Karoka, you know, for Carol. They, I never went by anything else. So when I had the opportunity to, hey, let's uh, trademark the Queen of the Paranormal, I said, well, maybe I'll just use my name, you know, and just remember my relatives that called me, my great-grandmother, my grandmother, my mother, everybody, uh, aunts, uncles, that was my name. So that's why I used that name. I like love it because you uh, like if everybody sees well in her comics, uh, you know, in her outfit of, of the paranormal person in the in her the queen of the paranormal, she's she's got KO as logo like a Superman logo, but it's a KO logo, and yeah. she's got on her website. I think I even saw necklaces with the KO on them. Yeah, you probably did. Yeah, I love it. You're you're a I cool website. Have, I have difficulty with that name. I don't know why. Since I've met you, I I still and I know you how many years. And I still can't remember your friggin' name. It drives me nuts. You know why? Because it's not Latin. Well, like I said, you can call me anything you want, Ron. I love you. You just hey, I, I, I call you Love Bug. Love Bug. Love Bug is my good name. No, but seriously, I, it's it's a tricky little name. You know, my name is not Ron Russell. You know that. I mean, I took Jane's name because I loved her since I was a kid. My name was so difficult to pronounce that I. I Cesarigo? I mean, you're going to say Cesarigo? Who the hell is that? <laughs> so I, I, I became Ron Russell. I like love it. So so you're doing a bunch of uh, movie stuff. I went on your IMDb. I think there's, hold on, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. You have like four, 13 or 14 movies in development. Um, so right. But as you, as you know, with the writer's strike and everybody sitting in idle, Ron, I know you posted uh, that. Uh, that's kind of like where a lot of this stuff is. And uh, there are some things that are overseas that aren't, uh, you know, or these little independent things that are self-written that we don't have to worry about, you know, the writer's strike or anything like that. But everything else just kind of sits there waiting for the day that we can all give it a big push. You have two, okay, though, wait, that I think are funny. Wait, wait, wait. you got one called Hobo Sells the World. Wait, wait, before, we go, before we go there, a wonderful script came to me two years ago, and we were going to shoot it, where I play the father to a very, very big movie star. It's a feature film. The script is wonderful. I love it. love my part. I'm so excited. We're going to shoot. COVID. Close down. Now, COVID's over. We get funded. We're ready to shoot. June 10th, we're supposed to be shooting in Nevada. Strike. I have not worked yeah. since since when you did Clowny, you did that the rolling oh, Clowny during was COVID at like, the end, like a, years a year ago. and a half ago or a year ago. So I know that all the actors that I know that are not working now, they're nuts. They don't know what to do with themselves. 
What do you no, mean? You have to be creative. I decided to uh, do things on green screen, on a smaller scale, submit them and invoice and get, get money that way. Uh, get involved with projects as a media partner. Um, as long as they give me a role in the movie. <laughs> Because like you guys, so, so, uh, so Kudrosha is the face of Hollywood mm -hmm. entertainment news. Hollywood entertainment news is like the Hollywood reporter. Um, it's a, a really great entertainment website. Tell everybody a little bit about what you do with that. What I do with that is I focus on the positive when it comes to Hollywood celebrities. I will never in a million years degrade anyone and gossip about someone. Let's say, oh, we caught him walking down the street in a diaper, looking in a dumpster. That's disgusting. Try to focus on something positive. We have a lot going on in America and the world right now. Your fans live vicariously through you. Say something positive to them so that they may be able to maybe think a different way about things and help somebody else. That's what positive messages are all about. And that's why I, I go to all these comic cons and ask people to give me a positive message for their fans. And they do. I, I have like... Listen, years ago, you didn't have to say what you're saying now because yeah. studios and the magazines, Glamour, all those wonderful magazines, only did positive. And the movie stars behaved positive. They were no such thing as getting out of a truck with, without panties and shooting a beaver. There was no such thing about finding out that somebody was loaded on drugs and banged seven people. Today, we know too much about these movie stars, and they're no longer stars. They're as human as we are. So right. think so writing positive about them is a very difficult thing. I know, I you know, that's my business, is to write about movie stars. And I really can't because I, I can't really say anything good. I mean, I've defended Angelina Jolie only because I knew her as a child, you know, and I, I, I have what to say about her personality growing up. But people have destroyed her. They've said everything about her that you could possibly say to destroy someone's career. Yeah, but you don't ever write anything bad about I know, anybody. Oh, no, I, I never write bad about That's anybody. That's what she's saying. I know that, but it's difficult when they are the negative ones putting it out there. So what are we supposed to do? So all the movie stars or actors should knock it off. Keep your private life private and act like a star, a movie star. This way you can only get positive uh, publicity. You know that your PR, Jimmy. You know. And, and I, I wonder if some of these celebrities trying to work their way up the ladder want to do something stupid, offbeat, negative, so then they get looked at, and a lot of people see that like button. It, it's yeah. ridiculous. You you can do it with something positive as well. Just be a good person. Right. Did you ever hear the expression "better bad press than no press"? Mm -hmm. So they believe in that. I'm not getting any press, so I'm going to do something outrageous to get press. You just put out, though, a thing with Dan Loria. Oh, uh, rephrase that. You just put out a video with Dan Loria. Everybody knows he's the father from the Wonder Years, uh, one of the biggest you know, shows of the, I guess, yes. that, when was that, the 90s? I don't know when the Wonder Years was. Uh, I think around the 90s, late 80s, 90s, yeah. He was at comic-con that i was at chiller theater what a nice guy i mean everybody loved him he just just a sweetheart of a gentleman 
you know, and you didn't see him hanging around like the bar at night or any of that stuff. You know, a, a, a bona fide celebrity, when they're done their work, they go to their room. You know, they may go out for dinner with friends, but they don't hang around, socialize, get drunk, lay on the floor, cause a fight or right. anything like that. Uh, they, they don't do that. They, they're above that. And that's what I liked about him. And um, really just all, all the people I uh, got positive message from. I don't get positive messages like from all of them. I make sure that, you know, they have something good to say or, you know, and if they ramble too much and start talking too much about themselves. They're supposed to be giving a positive message. I won't even air those. I just want everyone to be positive and let's put a different spin on Hollywood gossip. So you have to tell them ahead of time. We tell our guests before they come on, we do the bragging for you. You don't brag. You brag, get off. Because there's nothing more disgusting than the person, I, 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 me, 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 I, 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 for 40 minutes. Enough already. We want, let, let the interviewer get out of you what, other interviewers have not. And I always brag for everybody. Right. And the success of our show is I ask the questions that people want to know or are afraid to ask, as you know. I mean, how I comment on your wonderful cleavage. Now, do you know how many men are looking at that drooling? So what are we supposed to do? And women, we're supposed to make believe that you don't have like 10, 11 inches of cleavage. <laughs> it's nonsense. You know, it's nonsense. You know, let's not be stupid, people. So who were some of the people that, that you that you hung out with at Chiller? Starstruck us a little bit. What, at Chiller, what? At Chiller. So who are some of the people you hung out with at Chiller? I know Dan Loria because I saw the video. Oh, I had um, it was uh, Ramazada, Ramizada. He was there. Clayton Prince was there. Actually, Clayton Prince came as a visitor. He was there, and uh, Bob Burgeon. He was there. There were so many people and it was so incredibly crowded and I'm doing two jobs at once. I'm there as queen of the paranormal. Um, I call it counseling when people come for a reading. They they just want to tell me things and, I, you know, I interject some advice, but um, and, and I do that. And then during my break, I'm running around as host of Hollywood Entertainment News trying to get the uh, interviews. So I I missed some people, and I wanted to get an interview, I mean, a positive message from Melanie. Uh, remember her from uh, yeah. I Brandon Parallel Escape? Oh, God. The line for her table was out the door, down the hallway. Everybody lined up for her. It was fabulous. And uh, But I'm glad I got a picture of Melanie. She I just on, got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. Yeah. We, we were at one of those signings, and we see this line, as you say, down around the block and out the door about 30 miles long. Guess who it was? Playboy girl. Uh, I forgot her name. My friend. I love her, too. I know. What's her name? And I know her well. And I forgot her. Oh, my God. This is a Bobby Benton. Bob, Bobby Benton. <laughs> oh, Bobby Benton. Okay. So I, when I, I cut the line, of course, because I told everybody, I know her, get out of my way. And I went and she said, oh, my God, sit on my lap. No, she had to sit on my lap. And she sat on my lap and we were talking. And when she got off my lap, about five guys came over. They said, man, you are so fucking lucky. Whoa, did she sit on my lap? I said, no, but for money, she might sit on your face. <laughs> and they said, oh, that's okay. That's okay. That's even better. And Bobby, Bobby heard that, and she started to laugh. She said, "You'll never change, will you?" I she said, was no. 
very, very. The last time I had seen her was at Blackwell's funeral. Uh, we were sitting next to each other at the. Uh... Anyway. That's why everybody loves you, Juan, because you, you're not going to change. You're just you, 100% you. And that's why I like you, because you don't what, change. What, what's the change? I'm, I'm going to become boring? I should, I mean, what? I'm going to change into a, 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 a nothing, a person who has no spark or fun, a bore? Wait, 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 don't, don't conform. Hey, we all. We I don't. All just be yourself, be true to yourself. That's all you have to do. I'll never conform. Never, 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 never. So let's let's go. So so wait about, a minute. I want you now. Listen, I know you can't do it via the TV, but when I said to you I was moving back to New York to the Hamptons on Long Island, what what was your first impression? What you get? Well, personally, um, because I know you. Sometimes it's like the forest for the trees kind of thing because I know you, but. Right. Deep down inside, I just say, go home, uh, because I think it's a place that'll be better for your heart, better for your mind, and then all of a sudden it becomes better physically for you. And um, I just feel that you're a little bit unsettled, even though, you know, you have friends and all the stuff going on out there in California, but I think coming home where the internet has changed everything, I think you're going to find it calmer. You're going to find real people. And I think your uh, health. Um, Good. It's all positive stuff. I love positive. it. Positive, she yeah. Knows, she knows what she's talking about because that's exactly what I feel. Um, I've lived in California since 1950, on and off, a couple of years back and forth, and I've never, ever been comfortable here. I'm here for years. But never called at home. Always felt I was here for a reason. When I'm back in New York, I'm home. And there's a wonderful feeling about being home. So you got a, a K, 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 o. K-O. Call me Misty. Misty is a cute name, right? <laughs> I, I, like, I like Can I call you Tissy? Mitzi. Misty Titsy. Misty Titsy. Ooh, say that 10 times fast. <laughs> wait, hey, wait a minute. What happened with that screwball stalker you had? Oh, excuse me? What did you say? What happened with that screwball stalker you had? Oh, she's still screwballing around, you know. Uh, but I, I look at it this way. I Everything that's sent to me uh, from this particular person, I send it to the police. They have a record of it. And um, yeah, what, what are you going to do? You know, freedom of speech and this and that. They can write anything on the internet. Look, look at the political realm. They're all calling each other horrible what names. Is, what is this? I, I just ignore it, and um, I I ignore it. But I have a paper trail, and also the law enforcement does it as well. When I do go to a comic con, they're well aware of uh, what this particular person is capable of, and also uh, police reports uh, in regards to her as well. So I'm there, I'm okay, you know? I do look over my shoulder a lot, but uh, I I can't stop on that. I can't go to war, have to ignore. What do you think this person wants? I don't know, to be me or something or 
we, she was a fan at first, then a, a friend, uh, admit that. And then it turned into a mild jealousy to a rivalry to obsession, which turns into danger. Yeah. And when someone sends you pictures of where your kids live and says that her kids are upset with you and her kids have been incarcerated for many years, uh, you just start to begin to think like, there's something wrong here. Uh, but I ignore and law enforcement knows about it. And that's where we keep it. I'm not going to let it, you know, impede on my life. Uh, all the shows I do, all the PR I do, I mean, just, you know, or my happiness. Like, I'm happy. I've got my grandson. My health is relatively okay. I have a, a bit of a kidney problem. And uh, but that's all getting better now. And I think it'll be much better when you move home because then I get to see you. Right. Yeah. Actually, you were really sick with your kidney, right? For a couple of you were in the hospital. Yes, I had. Um, it started with uh, called. I went to the hospital. They said I had uh, septus E. coli Ooh. and they were giving me medication uh, and I had a couple kidney stones. So the medication moved the kidney stones, which hadn't moved in 15 years and obstructed everything. So they had to do two separate uh, surgeries to get them out, which ripped the, the kidneys itself. But it took so long to recover. Um, I missed conventions. I missed oh, just a whole bunch. I put like everything on hold. I was supposed to be at the Cannes Film Festival, but... I didn't want to commit because I didn't know how I was going to be. But it turns out I could have been, I would have been okay to go. But you never know with your kidneys. It makes you real tired. I know I will get super tired, like out of the blue. And, um, you know, this next week I was supposed to be doing some things with another podcast, but I have to go for a reclasp infusion, um, which is like, the, like an IV thing. Uh, you know, that they put the medication in you kind of make you sick for a couple of days, you know, but other than that, we kick that aside and, uh, you know, just be thankful, you know, we're breathing happy and we can, you know, help others and animals. And that, that's what it's all about, you know, family and, and helping out and not dwelling on some nut on the internet. <laughs> you know, that would never happen with me. If I had a screwball after me, I'd shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have a perfect right to do so. If anyone threatened my children, they're dead. And if I couldn't do it, I know people that could do it for me, that would do it for me. I have friends that if anybody, I was told this years ago, many, many years ago, Ron, if ever your family is hurt, you call us, not even call us, but you tell us. Yeah. And I've never had to do that. But there are some people who just will not allow children to be hurt. No matter yeah, what. It's a sad situation. I call this person like a barking chihuahua. That's all. Just bark, 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 bark. You know, wait, trying to poke the bear for me to do something, but it's not working. So, so let's, uh, let's go to movies. You got all kinds of movie stuff going on. First of all, because I don't think we've ever asked you this, because I, I, I know you've been in like 100 movies, but I, I always have really seen you as the queen of the paranormal more so than an actress, but you've actually been in a ton of movies. Um, so I always ask this question to like actresses when they come on, but bucket list, male and female stars. Are we there already? 
No, we have time, but we have a little bit of time. Oh, I'm asking. Bucket we list. Do that at the end bucket list, male and female. I know, but I want to talk about movie stuff, and we've never done this with her. Bucket list, male and female that you'd like to work with that you haven't had an opportunity to work with before, and if oh. you'd ever, and if you could oh. pick any movie, if you could be in any, and they could be living or dead, and then mm. movie that you that's ever been made that you would have liked to have been in, what movie would you have liked to have? Been I in? want to work with Dwayne Johnson. I'm sort of working with him already. Like on a rock, I want to work with him on an actual movie set or get a positive message from him, which I'll be doing soon. Um, we, his father in law, which was like a dad to him, uh, Sibi Hussein was the drummer of the band Boston. Now, Sibi and I go back. So many freaking years. <laughs> the, rock's, the, rock's father was, the Rock's father was in Boston? His, his father-in-law. Father-in-law. Oh, my God. I yes. saw Boston in concert. So we are with the New England Music Hall of Fame. We are going to be inducting uh, Sibby. And so there's, we're doing this documentary thing and, and the rocks involved. And so we kind of like partnering together, doing some things. But I would truly love to work with him more than anything in this world. And I can't wait for the induction of his father-in-law, Sibi Hussain. Um, well, what, what, what if he comes miss on? Miss him terribly. Miss him. If he came on to you, would you cheat on your husband? Excuse me? Would I cheat on my husband? <laughs> if, he, if the rock... Came on. What? <laughs> I no, can't hear you. No, I'll be honest, because if Jason's statement came on to me, I would cheat on Jimmy in a minute. And Jimmy I, gave me a pass card on him. Jimmy said, um, You're alive. Only him, nobody else. I, <laughs> the rock is pretty sexy. Mine, absolutely, yes. He gets 20 million a picture. I mean, he's a sexy guy, The Rock, right? He's a big dude. Yeah, he's a he's big, like. And the ladies, with all the muscles in the steroids, I wonder if everything shrunk. No. Well, and it the, does shrink. It's called penis shrinking drugs, you know. You know. No, that's it. That's it. All the blood's everywhere else. I dated a guy like that. I know for a fact. In no, I know all the gay guys in Palm Springs like him. They think he's hot and sexy. You know, it's really hard because I ask that question to a lot of uh, the people that come on our show. Like I asked the guy last week, gorgeous actor, handsome. I said, if you were in bed with Shalice Theron making out, would you get an erection? He said, probably. I said, he said, to, first he apologized to his wife. He said, honey, don't get mad. But it's it's human. You know, Shalice Theron, is, I would get an erection if I'm around. And I'm 100. My, the female woman I would love to work with is Lorene Landon. And I love Lorene. her death. My Lorene, I love I love Lorene. She's a great I woman. And uh, we have this unique friendship. But I think for me, it would be an honor because she's such a fantastic actress when it comes to doing horror pieces and things. She's so emotional and it just grabs you. And I would love to be able to be on set with her, talk about the paranormal, the supernatural, and put our skills together to come up with one, one epic movie. And I think that's I, something that we should all I've been in a few movies with her. And one movie I played her husband and we're in a bar, and she has to make out with me. Well, that son of a bitch, what she didn't do. I'm surprised they didn't like you know, XX rate it. 
I said, Lorene, she was, she was like between my legs, humping me and making it out and licking my neck. <laughs> that was just kidding around, of course. We were having fun. And I don't think they're going to use those scenes. They didn't because we they already didn't. saw the movie. We saw the movie. They, they didn't use them. They were just a little but bit. But they did more. play husband and wife in a movie. Yeah. They were just a little. I love Lorene. I call her my movie star. And uh, we're very, very dear friends. Very dear friends. Okay, Very so close. what's a movie you would have liked to have been in? Um, well, you, okay, this is really weird. It's not really a movie. It, it was a TV show, um, an old sitcom. I would really, really like to be on The Munsters. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> on The Munsters. I love Butch Patrick. And I'm actually going to be seeing him this weekend. And... Um, I just, I just like the whole thing about that particular program, and uh, I would have really have loved to have met everyone and to have been on on that that sitcom. Can't do it now, but you know uh, that's. So wait, uh, did you see the new Monsters, Did you see the new Monsters movie, the Rob Zombie one? No, I didn't. I want to though. I will watch it. I was gonna watch it, but then everybody said it really wasn't too good, so I didn't watch it. But. <laughs> That's kind of why I'm just hanging back. I, know. <laughs> I don't think it did well. I think it's on Netflix or something, but we didn't watch it. Sometimes people rave about a movie. Ron, you have to see it. It's the greatest movie. And I watch it, and it's a piece of crap. And then sometimes they say, ugh, that dog, and I watch and then it. And we like it. And those. we like it. Yes, yeah, so so we it might is. like it. It's about, excuse me, it's about private thinking and your own taste. You I'm know, a very big fan of Everyone has different tastes. I love chocolate ice cream, and I know people who hate it and only want vanilla. So what kind of ice cream do you like, chocolate or vanilla? Or strawberry or chocolate chip. I like pistachio with a lot of nuts, but I do. <laughs> I, do. I, I don't like pistachio. That's my favorite ice cream. I like chocolate chip. Vanilla chocolate chip. I like chocolate, too. Um, I like Rocky Road. I like yep. anything I can stick in my mouth, literally, for food. Uh, <laughs> God, I'm so bad. <laughs> you can't laugh at yourself. Can you laugh at? <laughs> okay, so what? Where are you going to sign this weekend? You must be going someplace to sign. I I've got two places to go to. I am going to a friend of mine's birthday party in the next in in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and the next town over is Kittery, Maine. And Butch Patrick is going to be there. We've been we've been dear friends for all kind of years. And I told him since I'm going to cookout, which I will stop over there. And that's a, a good two-hour drive for me anyways, but um, well worth it. I'm going to go over and see him at the uh, New England Toy and a record show. So he'll be there. Uh, I love toy shows. Those toy shows are my favorite. For anybody who doesn't know who Butch Patrick is, he's Eddie Munster from the Munsters, you guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's, he's a Facebook friend, but I've never actually met him. You have to have him on the show. Yeah, we should have him on the show because he's cool. There's um, so many people we have to have on the show. I don't know why we don't have them. And they want to come on. I think we forget who they are. At least I know I forget. I don't forget. I, oh, I have a lot of people that said, you know, can I be on the show? And I said, absolutely. And if I had to give you a name now, I can't remember. I'll have to when I see him. Yeah, ask him if he'd like to no, come the on. No, the, the one I want. The one I told Jimmy, go after Sophia Loren. I'd like Sophia Loren to come on our show. Which she might, because our numbers have gotten really good. And I've worked with her, you know, years ago when I was 19. 
And not that she remembers, but you never know. She might. I'm kind of uh, not forgetting. No, I walked over to her and I sat down and they said, hey, I was dressed as a soldier. They said, oh, don't disturb the stars. And she said, no, leave them here. Because I was speaking Italian and she started to laugh. And in her broken English, she said, your Italian is as bad as my English. And, said, <laughs> and, I, and I think she got the biggest kick out of me because I was totally in love with her. And, yeah, uh, and you were yourself, you were honest, you were real. You know, I love you so much. You don't change. You are you are. She was 26 and I was 19. So she might remember. So me, Claudio, came in a little bit late, so she didn't hear us saying how beautiful you are. And she just wrote in there that can we mention how gorgeous that you look. So we're going to mention it again. Uh, for B. Claudia. To no, we're not, because then she's going to get a big head. And she says and gorgeous need, inside and out. She says gorgeous inside no, and out, which is don't, true. Don't, don't make her inflate her head. Then she'll be a snob when we meet her. And I have to have to smack her around and unsnob. <laughs> wait, wait, now you told us a TV show. Tell us a movie. There has to be some movie that you think, oh, my God, if I was, like, fortunate enough to be in and I would love to be in this movie. Like, I have a zillion movies I would like to be in. Okay, what movie do I want to be in? Um, um, that's a damn good question. I mean, I'd love to be, well, I, I'm an extra in one of the in, in Too Fast, Too Furious because I did the costume design in it. Oh, I would like anything in the Fast and Furious. Uh, I would like to be a main character in The Lost Boys. Um, if I was going to be on a TV show, I would have liked to be on Beverly Hills 90210 or The Six Million Dollar Man. <laughs> <laughs> Place or Teen Wolf now, like I like Teen Wolf. I like any of those, like, fun and I would have things. liked to have been in Now Voyager with Betty Davis playing the Paul Henry part. I would love to have been opposite Betty Davis because I knew Betty and I would love to have worked with her, but I never did, of course. She was too old, but I knew she was like a thousand. That's funny. Don Hinton says the Devil's Rejects, B. Clay says the Mar uh, Mary Pontins, Don also said the Sopranos. You would have been good in The Sopranos. Yeah, no, I wouldn't because it's a bullshit what they did with The Sopranos because they made the mafia out to be morons, murderers, and horrible people, and that's not so. They're business people, and I know many of them that I grew up with as a kid, and they're just as nice as anyone else. But if you cross them, they'll kill you. Well, that's what they say about Hillary Clinton. Don't they call her Hillary? Hillary, Hillary, Hillary yeah. Hillary. Something like 28 Clinton, something like 28 you know, I people mean, they, who worked for the Clintons who look spoke at, about them. Look at how they murdered, look at how they, the government murdered Marilyn Monroe. I mean, a lot of people have been knocked off by our government, and they talk bad about the mafia. The mafia is a private organization that runs business like everybody else. Just don't fuck with them. You're dead if you do. So it's yeah, easy. I don't talk bad. I'm actually a producer for. Um, uh, the podcast uh, for Bobby Luisi, and he used to run uh, uh, Boston area, Massachusetts, and Philadelphia. And his uh, dad got murdered over in uh, Chelsea at the 99. And uh, so he does, uh, he, he's you know out of federal penitentiary now, and he went into the witness protection program, came out of that because people recognize him. And he's a minister, so he does a you know a show, but he also does shows that talks about you know the mafia and but from like the inside out, uh, the inner workings. Um, never gives too much away because uh, that's not good. 
<laughs> I've never seen anyone murdered. I've never seen anything like they show in these movies where they're all cursing and horrible. We watched one they, last right? night called Black Mass. In, in fact, I go to their homes and their children are their wives and mothers. And if a man did curse in front of their wives, you're in trouble. You would have to apologize because yeah. that, that's how the Italians are. You don't curse in front of their family. And I've never seen anything when I've been to their home that was unsavory or wrong. We ate, we played cards, we laughed. We had a wonderful time. Business? Yeah. No. So I would like it if they would do a Sopranos and show the other side of the so-called mafia. That right. No. no, of course not. That's what they, that's why they want to watch. I've been uh, producing and you know, uh, going to see him and stuff like that. I've never once heard a crossword out of his mouth when it came to like swear words or anything like that. Or oh, I want to get that way. I've never heard anything like that. He's just a, a sweetheart of a gentleman. I'm sure he had his day, and uh, but now things are different, and we I enjoy the show thoroughly. We watched a show last night called uh, Black Mass. And it was Horrible. about the um, Irish mob in Boston. Yeah, Boston. well, that, that was uh, the Winter Hill Gang. Ugh. Yeah, the Winter Hill Gang. Yeah, so we Winter watched. Gang. Yeah, yeah, he uh, didn't have much to do do with that. That was like a street gang. He was more like a a patriarcha uh, type uh, thing going on there. Like I didn't that. like the movie last night either. Well, either. That was slaughtered, and then. Then he, uh, Bobby Luisi, Mr. Luisi, stepped forward and um, started to take over business then. So, but there's more if you go to, uh, you know, his YouTube page, uh, Bobby Luisi Show. You can read up and listen to uh, some of the fantastic stories he has. So you guys, too, you can go to queenoftheparanormal.com. Kudrosa's got a really nice website. She has all kinds of stuff up there, books and comic books and I don't know, all the different services that she provides. So go to queenoftheparanormal.com. Follow her on Instagram, queenoftheparanormal. Check out hollywoodentertainmentnews.com. She's all over the place with that. And um, she's got a bunch of movies that hopefully, you know, the movie stuff will get going again a little bit better. Strike over with. Yes. Just all the strikes over with, and hopefully that will work itself out soon. Now, and, uh, now supposedly, uh, SAG is going on strike. That screws us again. Because they're going to settle the directors and producers, and then the six actors are going on strike. I mean, when that would be bad, very it, bad. It's going to destroy the unions, and Hollywood's done for anyway. Because in Atlanta, they're building the largest studio in the world. Sony is between Tyler and Sony. We're not going to have to stay in California. What for? No, no, and then you have the digital signage market and the OTT and OTTSs. And right. I'm involved in a lot of that. And that is what uh, airport television is. Digital signing screens in SO stations and in shell stations. That's where my stuff is. And um, a lot of other places it's going to, I can't talk about it. But, but yeah, we have a lot of stuff coming uh, when it comes to that. And I, I'm doing this movie called Cyber Attack. And that's for the OTT. Um, oh, it's called, you know, over-the-top technology. So, you know, you do things like you, you could do a clip in a grocery store. You could do the digital signage market in a mall. There are always places for these, um, these things, and they're lucrative. And 
everybody gets to see you. So it's a whole nother venue to tap into. And the best thing is, got a good green screen and a camera, then you can do that. That's where I do my things and submit it and get involved with networking and getting my shows and my things seen. It's different. You know, yeah, I want to do the movies. I don't want to do all that to you. But, um, you know, that takes a lot of time. These other things are quicker and it's a quick buck. Yes. That sounds good. We should do something like that. <laughs> Especially now with the, with the strike going and not working. I'm going nuts. I don't know what to do with myself. That's like funny. So everybody follow Kadrol Shaona Karol. Uh, check out all the stuff she's been in. She's fabulous. Uh, Thank you. We're going to be doing another uh, ghost hunt one of these days soon. You can get our comic book at queenoftheparanormal.com. We should come up with another concept and do another one uh, of some sort. Because I oh, like we'll wait for the next I'll do that. Why not? We should just make up. You get together. We do, and we, we put it like in a movie style, you know, maybe a short movie, not a long one. And then we can get it up on the digital signage markets. And then we can do another comic book, too. And yes. uh, there's a whole bunch of ways to make money. So check out, uh, you guys, Celebrity Ghost Hunters. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. And oh, thank, uh, you. Thank, you. thank you, Jimmy. Love you both. Love you. Mitzi Titsy, I'll see you in New York. Mitzi Titsy. Okay. Anytime. Bye. Bye. I love you. I love you. I love you. See you in New York, anyone. Yeah. You're so pretty. You're so sweet. You're so pretty. You really are. Such a nice girl. Lady, really woman, true. woman. Oh, fuck. You know, I'm still up here, right? <laughs> yes. She's still, she's a girl. You know, woman is like such a, a old lady word. She's a girl. There's no such thing. We're all boys and girls today. We're not men and women. We had a guest, just so you know, because we got another minute or two. Anyway, we got a minute. We had another guest, some two girls that came on, and they were like in their 30s, and he called them girls, and they got super like offended um, by it. So that's why I told him when he said girl, you say woman. You know, because you're not 20. But we never, we, we, we uh, pulled that show. We didn't show it. Yeah, we didn't use that show. Because they were so rude that everybody that contacted us afterwards through email and stuff said, you should have kicked them off the show. I said, we can't do that. We just don't show the show. Yeah, but this show will get shown. They, they, they were fighting with me. But everything I said, they contradicted. They were just nuts. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> Everybody, this is Kadrosha Ona Carol living life to its fullest, and we'll see you soon. Kadrosha, love you. Thank you. Bye. Am I going now? Bye. Yeah, going, go. going, gone. <laughs> so we're gonna um, take a quick music break, you guys. Our second guest is supposed to come on in four minutes. Hopefully, she'll be there and she'll come back. And um, uh, what we're gonna do now is play. And you know what, Jimmy? We should play a song from my time. We only play nowadays because I can't. I, I'm only picking out songs that I think that we're not going to get flagged on. Well, I would like to play Peggy Lee's "When the Sun Comes." Yeah, you out. can't because Sony and all those people put those out, so they'll shut us down Sony in a second. Because I, I Capitol huh? Records. Put yeah, it no, out. you can't play it. Like it's very hard to find stuff now to be able to be played. It's super difficult. Isn't I'll go sad. and look. I'll look. This Isn't week. that sad? Uh, but no, you can't. Oh, anybody we can't who play Johnny Mantis. No shut down in two seconds Isn't that awful? Is because famous. we don't make money on it but it's so nice for the senior people i have a lot of seniors that watch this show and they enjoy their own music so everybody we're going to start out with here's cash's queen by jasmine Kara. she was on a couple of months ago 
Uh, I love the one lyric in this. It's a lot of fun. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And hopefully we'll have a guest when we come back. Here's Jasmine Kara, Cash's Queen. Ha, <laughs> ha, 
do the chart. Hey, what's up, everybody? That was uh, Jasmine Karras. Jasmine Kara, Kara, and the name of the song is Cash is Queen. In a minute, we're going to have our next guest come on. Everybody in the chat room says they love KO. And uh, we do too. But well, used to be Cash is King. Now it's Cash is Queen. That's because she's a girl. I know, but they're changing everything. Soon I'm not going to be able to speak because I'm not going to understand the English. Yeah. I'm going to be listening to all these thems and these and thou. and. Well, that shit's crazy anyway. I think that shit's crazy. And, you know. I always read now everybody's Instagram or whatever to make sure because if they write that they have to tell everybody that she's a she or a her or a they or a them, you know, I don't bring those people on anymore. I'm not inviting them on the show because they're a little bit weird. All right. So now, you guys, we're going to bring on our next guest. Let's see if she, uh, uh, if we can hear her. Hi, everybody. Can you hear hey. me? Yay. Look how gorgeous. Two beauties in a row. Yeah. You I and got, these blondes, I can't I take it. All the men watching this show, they're going to really get upset between you and Kardashian. Look. Uh-oh, what happened? She disappeared. Okay, there she is. What happened is my phone was ringing because I'm doing this on my phone. Okay. <laughs> that's Oh, you know what? That's Eileen. I, okay, hang on. Yeah, she, I think everything is okay. Okay, I just told Eileen. That way she won't call you again. <laughs> All right. So there you go again. Um, It'll stop now. All right. I hope right. it stops. So now we're going to do an introduction. Hi, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Rachel Kane, also known as Ow! Raymond Rachel. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you back. We had you on when we first moved to California, so it's been about five years. It's great to have you back. And hello, how are you? Well, I'm great, and it's great to be on the show. Actually, I was listening to part of the show that you had with the ghost hunter chick, and I thought it was really, really interesting. I yes, like your does. style. You know, you guys are fun. You bring out the best in us. Absolutely. So this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Ron Russell. I know, I know her. I know. You met her. Oh, we never met her physically, but she was on the I show. Know, I think I know her. Her name is so familiar to me. Because she's famous. No, I know that. <laughs> I, know a lot of, I know a lot of famous names, and I've never met them. But I think I've met you somewhere. Did we ever meet? Not with me. Oh, no, we can't hear you now. What has Something happened to your vo vo vocals. Rachel, something happened to your vocals. Check and see if your mic thing is clicked. Vocals are on. You can't hear it? Now we can. Now we can. We okay, couldn't. Though. They were on. The camera's on. The vocals are on. Phone, maybe when the phone rings, it jacks it up. Who knows? That could be a problem. Um, so, so you've never met him, have you? I, don't think I thought might. we might have met in uh, New York. Do you ever go to any of um, Eileen's parties in New York? Or like yes. you could have seen me perform or anything. I performed in L.A. a lot at Did the Ace Hotel, et cetera. Maybe it's because you were on our show. Yeah, could be. I remember. Actually, but too. I was, just, I was saying before that all the men watching now are going to see more cleavage that our show is becoming like a cleavage show. Today, today is the Beautiful Blondes no, show. Every, every beautiful woman, Blondes with beautiful teeth. They both are beautiful with beautiful yeah. teeth. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't be silly. <laughs> uh, all, all the women that come on our show, they deliberately show their boobs because they know I get such a kick out of it. Because, <laughs> I know. No, I really get upset because what makes a woman different from a man is her cleavage. If a woman didn't have cleavage, she looked like a man. Um, and 
We're not allowed to comment or look at them. That's what pisses me off. So women spend a fortune putting bags in. And then when a guy looks at them, they say, my eyes are up here. Well, what the fuck did you go and spend $4,000 to put in boobs? <laughs> if, if you're not going to enjoy them and look at them. And I think bosoms, are, and I'm gay, and I think bosoms on a woman are probably the most beautiful thing about the woman. And if you go back in history in the time of Marie Antoinette, they all showed their boobs. That was the big exactly. thing. So I think we have to stop with this new prudishness where all the women are going, don't look at my 42D tits. Well, how could I not look at them? They're in my mouth. They're in my face. <laughs> well, you know, guys, I'm sick of cancel culture, you know, and all these correct people. Bullshit. Bullshit and all the pronouns like. Well, I can't stand that. Look, you're a beautiful woman with a beautiful smile with great tits. And if some guy gets a masturbation fantasy over you, good for him. Good for him. Mission accomplished. I agree. Though I, was I just, want everybody to have fun during my interview. Before you, before you came on, though, I talked about how, like, I don't know, people who put she, her, he, him, or they, them, in their Instagram profile, if I'm looking for guests, uh, celebrities, I don't invite those people anymore because we've had too many problems. Every time we have one of those people, we have a problem. Because I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a he. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm a he, and that's that. But yeah, and that's that. Simple. I, I don't have a woman living in me or whatever, whichever way it goes. <laughs> Uh, you know, and though I did drag for years in theater, you know, I impersonated Jane Russell for years and years and years, I sang as a woman and dressed as a woman, but never was a woman. And when I went home, it was I, acting. I was an a man. I, I never, ever was a woman. She's actually an actress, too, besides being exactly. a house. Let me talk a little bit about you first. Okay. okay. So, Rachel Kane, a.k.a. Screaming Rachel. First of all, she was named Queen of House Music by Billboard magazine. You can follow her on Instagram at Screamin' Rachel or her website is Screamin'Rachel.com and, and, and she's also the president of Tracks Records, the oldest house music. sound. Are you still getting it? A little bit. I don't know what happened. What is happening with the sound? It sounds like somebody in it where you live. It sounds on like the phone. we were talking about the exorcist before. It sounds like somebody, no, somebody, somebody her phone is, is picking up somebody else's phone. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. She disappeared. And now you're gone. Bring uh -huh. her back. Bring her back when you can, Juan. It's funny. Uh, what a wild, what a wild thing going on here. Uh, Where'd you go? She'll be back. She'll she'll kick back in. It sounds like my damaged water pipes, B says. Uh, my water pipes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so damaged water pipes. B, B, we're sending prayers your way. We're so sorry that you're like living in a hotel because your house got all messed up. Um, but it'll get better. We promise it'll get better. I could take a nap while we wait. And we like we like love you, B. So everything is good all the way. So, so hopefully you guys screaming Rachel's coming back. She looked fantastic. She does, um, really does. She's really beautiful and uh, sexy, uh, feminine. And so a she's woman. the screen, screen, and yeah. I want to ask her what house music is actually, because she's connected to the evolution of the whole musical genre, house music. Uh, she's worked with all kinds of big people. She's the owner of Tracks Records. She's also been in a bunch of cool movies. And when she comes back, I want to ask her if she knows Richie Rich because she was she's part of the club kid culture that he was part she of. She has to know him. So I'm sure she'll know him. 
because um, one of her best friends was Angel Melendez, who was killed by that club kid, Michael Alig guy. And that was like all the biggest news. And they made movies about it and everything. And she's in a movie and a documentary, I think, both about it. Um, so we'll see how that all goes. Um, Rachel, where are you? Hopefully she'll make it back. If not, we can take a Maybe we should play her song. But I want her to hear us play her song. So let's not. We won't play her song. Well, what happened? Her phone died? I mean, what well, I don't know what happened, honey. I can't. Talk to her because we're on the air. That's right why now. you should suggest that they use computer camera. I know, but everybody has problems with computer. Like, uh, like old, older, older people have problems doing things on the computer. They all do it on phone. Everybody, because almost everybody does everything on the phone. We're the weird ones who do things. I on know the computer. that, but the phone battery dies. The computer doesn't. I know her phone battery didn't die. She's well, had some know. other kind Something of problem. Something happened. She's not back. Um. So, uh, so one put a little message. Is she trying to come back? Oh, yes. Oh, see, look at B. Claudia wrote Tracks Records is the original home of house music. It's also known as the Motown of the genre. Um, um, Julia, you're right, and you're hilarious. Uh, and that's from her. Oh, that's from her website, which is tracks tracksrecords.net. Um, I don't want to. Okay, what are we going to do here, folks? Let's do a belly dance or something. We can actually play a music video, and then if we just. Uh, if she comes in, what we'll do, uh, hey, Juan, let's play a music video, and if she comes back in, just cut the video, stop it, and bring her back, okay? And let's play uh, Nicotine Dolls Till We Both Say, and if she comes in, uh, that's fine. Play that one, and uh, and then, but but stop it if she comes in so we have time to talk to her because we don't want to play the whole song. All right, everybody, here's the Nicotine Dolls. Check it out, Till We Both Say. in a while yes and i don't know why it goes blank but okay well, so I, I know why mine goes back when the extraterrestrials are flying in the flying saucer contacting me everything shuts down i so, think that happened you, because of all the ghosts we were talking about you know? have you got martians maybe if because you're so beautiful i bet that they love you in mars too they so here's, what, here's what i want to do you are beautiful uh, i want to have a beautiful smile you know who you look like and i i met her the one that was married to Trump, the skinny one, the blonde. Ivanka. No, the the, the, the American one. That is, oh. I no, he had like a hundred wives. Marla Maples. Marla Maples. Marla Maples. How many people told you you look like Marla Maples? Well, you know what everybody tells me who I'd look like? 
Stevie Nicks. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love you. Stevie Nicks all the time. Sometimes they don't believe me when I say I'm not Stevie Nicks. But anyway. And I love Stevie Nicks. Oh, me too. She's cool. She got to look like anybody. She's a good person to look like. Uh, she's so well, talented. Also, Marla Maples. She was a beautiful. Yeah, you know, I mean, she was beautiful also. She was in Palm Springs, and I met her in a restaurant, and we had a long chat. And she's quite beautiful and very intelligent girl. So well, here's well spoken. Here's what I want to do. So I told everybody while you were off that you're the queen of house music, and that you are connected mm -hmm. to the evolution of it. And um, and I want to talk a little bit about what is house music. Can you for people who don't actually know? Is there a definition that you can give everybody to know what house music is? Well, there really is because house music today they call it EDM. House music is dance music with a four on the floor beat. But in my case, it's more than dance music because I also have lyrics, vocals, message. But house music is, you know, it's, it's to dance. It first broke out really big in the gay clubs and then just kind of uh, now right. everywhere in the world. And uh, Beyonce just won a uh, Grammy for her house music mix. So, we, used to, we used to call it club, club yeah, music. Yeah, you could call it club music, EDM. In the gay bars, we called it club. There you go. That's what house is. So I wrote down, I took some notes. You're the first house artist to sign to a major label. You became the owner of Trax Records in 2007. You've worked with Mel Mel, Marshall Jefferson, Colonel Abrams, Africa Bombada. Um, you are featured in all kinds of different things. Um, and you were part of the 80s and 90s club scene. And I know you're, you're in the documentary, Glory Days, The Life and Times of Michael Alleg. Uh, and also in um, the Party Monster movie, and I well, we wanted to know because we're pretty good friends with Richie Rich. Are you friends with Richie Rich? Because if you were, oh, of course, I know Richie Rich. We were I, love, the same love Richie. I love him. We were uh, Richie Rich, RuPaul, you know, Michael Alec, Ernie Glam, myself. I mean, it it was kind of a really cool little crowd, and then of course the guys from World of Wonder you know, that, that are the producers of the RuPaul show. They were all around. We were all around at the same time. And all the New York clubs just being little badasses, so to speak. I think that's, like, so cool because that's from a time, you know, that's kind of like a time gone by, but it was such an important time. Maybe that's where I know you from. It's such an important time yeah. of pop, in pop culture history, you know, to be a part of that. Well, we met Richie Rich at a party, actually, uh, and I was so excited to meet him, and I didn't know if he would be friendly or not. Um, and he We was, became the best of friends. Yeah, he was super, super nice. And I used to be a clothing designer, and I used to look, look at all the things he did. And he actually knew who I was as a clothing designer. Um, so we just had the best time ever. But I think to be as part and of that we've culture. Seen him, we've seen him several times since. And every time we see him, he's just <laughs> the nicest fellow. I like Richie. He's a lot of fun. I like him, too. And he was, uh, I think he was a professional skater for a while. But anyway, yeah, he's, yeah that's what I thought. I don't know. Professional skater. I don't know if this is before your time, but did you ever play at the Limelight in New York? Oh, yes. The Limelight, the Tunnel, Club USA, Palladium, everywhere. In oh, yeah, Palladium. Now I know why I know you. But yeah, you were a blonde. I, I think you were a brunette. No, I've been a blonde all the time. But no, uh, definitely have from Palladium and yeah, that, those he, would, all, he was a he went to all those. Places. I, that was a club guy. Those were all my places. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew the name and and I knew it. Some yeah, because very big it. in that whole club scene. And also, 
I used to perform singing every Monday at Tattoo. And I would have people like Tony Bennett that I opened for. Liza Minnelli would come to see sure, Tattoo. Yeah, Tattoo was wonderful. Tuesday night was drag night. And I performed there one time as Jane Russell in drag. A Tattoo. Oh, I know Tattoo well. Are you all, yeah, yeah that's how it, we, were, we were working the same circuit. We just <laughs> never. That's why we know each other. Yeah, we just never really were friends. We just knew each other. I like, love it. So you also did Disco Bloodbath, Night Owl, Party Muster. So like you really have had, you've had some incredibly cool life, actually. I have to say, like uh, I, I did a lot of research on you and read all about you this time uh, coming on the show. And um, you've got so many cool things doing. And, and I actually have your, the Rise video so we can play it for people so they can hear one of your newest, newer singles. So you have so many new ones that are coming out. Right, tell us a little bit about Rise. Well, rising is what it's called. Rising, sorry. Rising, sorry, rising. The whole thing about rising is that it was during a difficult time when some people were giving me some bullshit. And so a couple of my, you know, my really good friends said, hey, let's make a song. And we went in and it's all about overcoming and rising above. And it's, it's just positive. And then I've got a guest rapper on it, you know. We did that little video. I don't know if that's what you have rather than you have the music, but it's cute. I have the music. I just took it off of YouTube and and. Uh, oh, you did? Oh, cool. I took it off of YouTube, so we're gonna play it. So I want you to introduce it, and then we're gonna play it. And you just hang there. We're gonna play it real quick. It's not a very long video, so we'll be, we'll be back in a minute. Okay. If I remember you, you were good. <laughs> I'm good, no doubt. Well, I'm thinking back now of you and the music. If I, I'm going back in my mind, I remember I liked you. You were good. Everybody. I can sing. I you, can sing. You really, you made the house move. Yep. So you introduce it, Rachel. Actually, introduce it. Say, I'm Screaming Rachel, and this is my new single, Rising, or whatever you want to. How do you want to do it? I know her as Screaming Rachel. What, what, was, what, what, what were you working well, at? Well, Rachel Kane, Screaming Rachel, you know, Rachel either Kane. way. But I anyway. Rachel Kane. I'm Rachel Kane, also known as Screaming Rachel to some, and I want to introduce you to my new hit single, Rising. Hope it makes you feel as good as it makes me feel. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I have the right video. Go on. This is Go the ultimate house party. I'll take you there. This is the ultimate house party. Cause we're rising. 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 I say move. Throw your
I'm dancing. Were you dancing? I hope you were. Like, the, I'm dancing. The chair at the chat room's dancing. They loved it. He's dancing. <laughs> I, I have the dog on my lap, and he's loving it because I'm shaking and dancing and rocking him to sleep. Oh, well, I hope you didn't sleep that, during that one. That's a four beat, right? That's a four on the floor, like an 808, well, what they call it, 808 kick. I, I love, I, you could dance easy to that. Yeah, that's what it is. And you actually. Two, 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 two. So how long have you been singing? You're pretty much, oh, did God. you start when you were really young? Pretty much, pretty much. I started, you know, at a really young age. I've been singing most of my life. But like professionally, you know, 20, 20 plus years. So I've been out there. Have you always done house music or did you start out doing something different? No, I can do jazz, blues, house, and I've got the voice for anything. I really do. In fact, I even had to teach Joan Jett how to rap for her album. She did a cut. <laughs> Honestly, she did a cut called Black Leather, and I had to cut her demo so that she would know how to do it. So, oh, that's, that's awesome. That was good. Yeah. You I've done like a lot of fun things. And like I said, I opened for Tony Bennett. I've been, you know, everywhere with a lot of, you know. So you didn't do house music for Tony Bennett, though, right? You did no, something else. that's where I did my, like, really kind of bluesy, rocky, very much bluesy, jazzy, which I, I love that, too. Have you released music in all the different genres, or you pretty much just release stuff under the house house label? Well, the funny thing is because, you know, tracks is really, really popular. And as popular as the home of house music, as the original home. And it's kind of known around the world. So on tracks, I think I'm going to release some of that other music because I've got such great music and it is recorded. But, yeah, I've been doing all house music. Oh, so that would be cool if you did that. So tell everybody a little bit about tracks because I think you're, you're like 40 or 50 year anniversary or something is. Well, is it'll up. be a little bit. We've got a, we've got a couple years to go, but. We will be turning 40. 40, okay. Um, I started as an artist and, you know, kind of then did so many things along the way to help build up the whole label and became an owner and developed the trademark and just did so many things. But I guess what it really was, was when I entered my first really big gay club, which was called The Warehouse in Chicago, there was a DJ who eventually came to New York, Frankie Knuckles. And when yeah. I saw how powerful the crowd was when he played my song, I had an early song called Fantasy. And when that came on and I could see how the crowd reacted, it was like, wow, I want to be doing this. I like love that. I think it's so cool. And, and, and Trax is basically the house music label, right? It's like the biggest and most well-known you know, house music label in the world. That's right. It is. Because well, we had controversies. You yes. know, we were just in Rolling Stone and Chicago Magazine and everywhere. So, yes. you know, we have our controversies. Some people think I'm Cruella DeVille, but really, I don't care. Wait, wait, what did they think? I said some people think I'm Cruella DeVille, but I don't care. No, Listen, it's just that, you, you know. You say DJ, I still say spinner. So that's yeah. how old I am. In my day, it's called a spinner. And see, the, the whole DJ culture as we know it today, you know, superstar DJs like David Guetta, DJ Snake, Cascade, these are all people that were influenced by tracks, and we were the first record label to put the DJ's name on the record instead of the artist. Which is such a cool thing. I actually, back in the day when I lived in Florida, um, 
I went to the Dance Star USA Awards. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I went to that. Hung out with like Paul Oakenfeld and Rabbit in the Bun, Bun, what's it? Bunny Bunny from Rabbit in the Moon. I think Rabbit in the Moon was the people and we actually gave him a ride to his hotel, but like all the huge DJs were there and it, and it was kind of a new thing for me because I wasn't familiar with it and I wasn't used to the DJ being the actual celebrity. You know, I think that was kind of like the beginning of it because that was about 20 something years ago and now you know, now the DJs are the stars, you know, everywhere you go. They've taken over. They really have. And uh, actually, when I play some of the bigger festivals that I've done, like in Paris and in Chile, um, I DJ. I DJ and I'll sing live, too, at the same time. Because in house music and dance music in general, these days, you better be a DJ as well as a talent. So I'm a writer, producer, DJ talent. And I have a distribution deal with Sony. So, you know, we do well. It's a, it's a good thing, and I'm excited about all of our new artists. Oh, so we should uh, tell him, too. Brother, my friend Rodney Stone, I don't know what his son works under, but his son was a very famous DJ. They used to fly him all over the country. Uh, I, I wish I knew his stage name, but his so, last name was Stone. So one of the artists that that, that is on Trax Records, which is Rachel's label, um, is Irene Michaels, the lady we had on like three weeks ago, the 77-year-old lady doing the dance music that oh, we had I, on? Oh, she was good. She's <laughs> she good, was... isn't she? Now, I produced that start to finish. I did everything. You and know, she... putting that together, putting the right people behind her and, you know, really kind of creating it. But I think she's an inspiration for women everywhere. Because yes. it's about time that, you know, it doesn't shouldn't matter about how old you are. It should matter about... Your talent, you're driving your heart. He thinks I'm Medusa. No, I point to you because I'm, you say that oh, all the time. Oh, you I'm, think that I'm, all the time. I'm 83 years young. I turned 83 last week, and I'm working, and I'm in film, and I still will go to a club in New York, and I still will dance with the kids. I don't That's give what a, you should do. Exactly. I, I don't give a shit. Life is too short. Enjoy every moment of it. Don't worry about what anyone thinks because they're going to hinder your joy. They're going to put a cover over your your, gl your glow. Don't let anybody do that. You just be who you are. Keep you, rocking, honey. Keep rocking. Do you know? Do you know Tracy? Wear Young? those push-up bras. Go out, paint those yeah. lips. Knock them dead. Knock them dead. Baby. Knock them dead with the tatas. Yes. Do you and, know and and your smile and your voice and your music. Just we used to say in my day, wreck. When we wanted a star, a performer to, to to be fabulous, we'd say, "Go out there, baby, wreck." Wreck meaning huh. wreck them all, wreck them. And that's what I say to you: go wreck. Make them dance there till they explode. Which, by the way, I love, I love everything about the, how you look, but I love the leopard watch band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the leopard watch band. Yeah, yeah that's fabulous. Um, so do you know DJ Trace? Do you know Tracy Young? Have you worked with her? Anymore? I have heard of Tracy Young. I don't really know her. You know, I'm more familiar with all the ones that I had mentioned. Um, and, of yes. course, the ones on our label, because we have so many DJs on the label. Like Farley Jack, Master Funk, that's one of our DJs. We have a huge international following. But these days, ever since Drake and Beyonce both did house music albums this year, it's changed everything because now everybody's talking about us, which is good. Good. It's a very well, thing. I, and I, I love Drake. I think rap has been overly done. And uh -huh. I don't think rap is you can dance to it unless it's stoned and you want to grind. And I think it's good that club music is back or house music because we could get out there and we could shake our booties and have a good time. 
But you, exactly. can't, do that. you can't do that with rap. At least I can't. No, do. You know what they're doing now is that the rappers are sampling the house beats and they are rapping to house right. music, which right. is making it a whole lot more fun. <laughs> Boom, 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 that's boom, actually boom, really boom, good, boom, though, boom. for you guys, because yeah. that's going to just bring, I mean, not that you need oh, yeah. more notoriety, you've already got it, but it gives you even more notoriety, you know, to maybe people who wouldn't be aware of the music in the first place. Um, so it's definitely going to give a lot more exposure. But don't forget, the, the clubs are full of people over tw 21 and up, yeah. and a lot of them don't know what club or house is, and now they're finding it to be a new music, and they like it, and they're dancing to it. So I think it's made a revival. It's really funny because, uh, you know, Apple Music had a story about us and they were saying, you know, if you liked Beyonce's album and you liked Drake's new album, this is where they got it. Tracks Record Chicago. This is how house music started, because, you know, like you said, they don't really know where this music came from, what the background is. But now that these people have made it popular, it's all over. Plus, Kanye West has sampled us twice. He paid us the first time. This time we're embroiled in a huge lawsuit with Kanye, and he's gone nuts. He's gone nuts, but he also, like, you know, he's lo he lost a lot of money because he doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. And, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and so he lost a lot of money, but you should definitely be getting paid. And um, But it's still an honor. I mean, people either love Kanye West or hate Kanye West, but you, I'm not a huge fan, but you cannot take away the fact that the motherfucker is talented. He is very, very talented. I'd never take that away from him. Um, I just don't like his attitude. I like his music, but I don't like his attitude. Yeah, um, he's just really crazy. I mean, and he was something else as far as service. And his lawyers quit about three times, you know, so it was kind of a lot going on with Kanye. And of course, he said he liked Hitler, and that was like, no, yeah, cut, cut, thing. cut, cut. Well, what, what totally blew me away and made me not like Kanye West is the fact that at the Grammys, when Taylor Swift won Best Artist or whatever, he took the microphone and said Beyonce should have won this award or something like that. I thought that was super rude, you know, rude and classless. And, you know, Beyonce's got enough recognition and enough money. And, like, you know, if she doesn't win something once in a while, it's okay. You know, she's must have won, like, 50 Grammys or something. So I just thought it was terrible. But but the fact that he's he's – He's sampling, you know, music from the record label that you guys have put out over the years. I think that's freaking awesome. And I think the more the more exposure that the music gets to, to become popular in popular culture on the radio, besides just clubs and stuff, you know, you can get the music played everywhere. It'll be fantastic for, for you, for your artists, and for the label in itself. And these days, the best way for artists to make money because of streaming is really movie placement, commercials because people brands like Louis Vuitton and Gucci have used us before and um, licensing, you know, licensing for commercials, movies and sampling. Those are the best besides your live concerts, of course, because streaming has really hurt the music business per se. It's hurting the movie business too, because, well, because streamers are making money, but nobody else is. Talk right. to TV Nicks. Stevie Nicks said, I'm not doing concert. I'm not doing uh, recordings anymore. I'm only going to do concerts because they keep stealing my recordings. She didn't make any money. That's what she, I did hear that her say that in her documentary. I think it was like, why bother making a new album when I'm not going to make the money back? No, because right. they're stealing it. So she only does concerts where people pay 350 350 to see her. Right. I don't think that people either, I think that, People who aren't in the industry, I don't know that they actually understand that it costs money to make a song. You know, it's not like you just go in and, and do it. You know, there's a lot of people got to get paid, you know, for all that to come together. And 
and uh, and and I don't know that regular people like realize you know that because even indie artists you know they pay four or five thousand dollars a lot of times for a song. Oh, it's expensive, and not only that, but you know I'm glad I have a brand with tracks, a brand that people know. Yes. Because if I did not, there's so much music being released every day, like, you know, millions of songs. I don't know if it's hundreds of thousands a day, but believe me, it's huge numbers. But what's really funny, and this is a breakdown that you probably haven't heard, and I don't think your listener viewers have either, is that only 2% of all artists on Spotify, 2% make $100 or more. <laughs> no, I believe that. I, I wonder mean, what Johnny Mantis makes. I, I, I don't know, but two percent, and this is really true. So hey, that's something like twelve million or twelve twelve million. I forgot whatever the number is. It's ungodly. It's like twelve, maybe it's twelve thousand streams for every like you know seventy nine cents or something. Yeah, you know? it's it's crazy. The numbers are really crazy because actually we own part of uh, Kanye West song. And I thought, oh, this is really cool. You know, we own part of Kanye West song. It was that uh, controversial when he did that poopity scoop one. I don't know yeah. if you remember that. Yes. But anyway, he sampled us for that. And uh, basically, you know, even though we licensed it to MTV and they used it for the MTV Awards, so we made a good deal of money on that. I thought, oh, we're going to make a ton of money on streaming Kanye West. But we don't. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's a... We make some thousands. We might make uh, probably under twenty thousand a year with the Kanye West thing. Yeah, which is you know, it's amazing how the public thinks that everything we do, we make tons of money. You know, Lara Spencer, ABC Good Morning America. Yeah, she's a friend of my my daughter's best friend, and Lara said to us when she sold her first book, she made fifteen cents on every book, and it was a sellout. Two printings. Now she wrote another book about garage sales and stuff. And I think she made 25 cents a book. I mean, that's ridiculous. Who's making all the money? The publisher? The printer? Who? The publisher and the retailer. Yeah, I think it must be. I know that in the music business, it's the it's the streaming services. Yeah, They're taking the bulk of, it, bulk of it. Because, of course, Sony takes their percentage, but they take about 20%. But, you know, who's really taking most of it and who's really getting the money would be Spotify. Because look at how many... People buy Spotify subscriptions and how I, much money I, they make. Spotify subscription. But anyway, um, people want me to write a book, and I thought, what the hell is the gain in it? All that work and managing the book and stuff for 15 cents. Actually, though, you should, well, if you self publish, you make more, and you should do a book because you've actually got, oh my God. Know, and you could go back to the club kid days and, yeah, and what 15, you did before. 15 cents but that's only if you if somebody else publishes. If you publish it yourself, you get about 80 percent of it. That's you know, true. Well, and the thing is, I've had so many crazy scandals. You know, everything from the Michael Alec to the Dead Prince of Park Avenue, where I made the cover of uh, what's the Enquirer, and I was in the Globe. I've had a crazy life. I was dating the uh, heir to the Archie Comics fortune. So I've had, you know, a lot of fun stories to tell, and I've traveled the world both as a DJ and a singer, been everywhere. So the stories I mean, are good. I think you could do just great just on the Michael Alec and all that stuff. Like people are really like into that stuff, you know. I know it's crazy. Still, I mean, it was I a long time ago, and they're still loving it. 
Do you know that, uh, Michael, we have an ensemble cast because I do movies a lot. I've got like uh, six films out there, actually more than that. And I've even done a film with uh, John Leguizamo called Night Owl. But I work with this director, Eric Rivas, and when Michael was alive, after he got out of prison... We've had him on the show back in the day from Vampire Trace, right? Isn't that the guy from Vampire Trace? You mean Vampikers. Oh, Vampire, yes. Vampiker Trace, yes. Just Vampikers. (laughs) Okay, Vampikers. One, two, Two, three. three. The Duke of New York, Enter Rec Room. That's the new one that we're doing now. Oh, that's awesome. Um, he's got like Angel Salazar, who was in Scarface, and he's yeah, got Apache yeah. Raymond from the Warriors, and of course, moi. Yes, so, uh, I love it. All right, so we fun. got a minute left, you guys. So listen, first of all, follow uh, Screaming Rachel on Instagram. You also have a Rachel Kane one on Instagram, don't you? Or yes, no? I have a Rachel Kane. I have a Screaming Rachel one and a Trax Records one. There you guys go, and it's TraxRecords.net. Um, check out all the great songs. We only played one, but you have two other songs that are doing really well, and I forgot their names. I've got so much stuff out there that is really hitting hard. It is amazing. I'm really proud. And I've got Sensation, which is going to be coming out. We have it all finished. Now we have to distribute it and start you know, promoting it. Maybe I'll get to come on your show, and maybe my phone won't just click out like that again. I feel really bad about that. Well, you, have to, you have to use a computer. It's it's guaranteed. Oh. <laughs> it runs on electric and it's the best way to go and the picture's much better. Well, I will do that next time. You know what it was? Is, is Eileen said, uh, just use your phone. It's easy. That way you don't have to download anything or do anything. So that's what I did. No, you look fabulous. I, this was terrific. We had a little hiccup, but it was a, a phenomenal time and we're out of time. Um, all right. So everybody, um, please follow Rachel Kane. Check out all her music. She's fabulous. Check out Tracks Records and all their artists and look her up on IMDb and watch her films and we'll have you back. And thank you so much. And Spotify, the Screaming Rachel Spotify page. Oh, Spotify, everybody. All right. Thanks, Rachel. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Everybody, Bye-bye. thanks for tuning into the show. We want to thank everybody for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Have a good weekend. Bye. Can try not to get so wrong. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Missing past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Oh.